Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. Hey guys, so today I want to talk about this idea of making the wrong choice. I know in my life, whenever I've been at a crossroads of what to do and where I'm going, something that does creep into my mind is, am I going to make the right choice? Like that's a lot of the stress of moving forward in a new direction, saying yes, saying no to something is, what if I say yes to what's not for me? And what if I say no to what is? And the more life I live and the more experiences I have, um, I find that you can't really make a wrong decision if you make one. And that's because in making whatever decision you need to make, it gives you so much knowledge and information that you're able to you're able to become closer to the right decision. And so it never was wrong because it got you to where you were meant to be. And I think that in my life, um, things that I have gotten air quotes wrong were right for me in that moment. And in doing what was right for me in that moment, created the foundation and the space for relationships to work in the end because I was willing to lose them. And I think we grasp so tightly to what's in our lives in an effort to not lose it. I know I did. And I still found myself in situations in my career and situations in my marriage that ended up being kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, holding on so tight not to lose it that I actually never gave it enough space to see it for what it was. Um, and so I thought today that it would be really cool to talk about, you know, when we're faced at these with these decisions and these um, points in our lives where some of us are paralyzed with moving in any which direction because we're afraid of doing it wrong, I thought I would share what I feel continues to echo in where I go, you know, it's like, all I see are red cars. And then all you see are red cars. I'm not seeking out these, um, this information of like, okay, like, wow, it continues to be echoed at the speaker I went to last week, Jordan B. Peterson, about how like making a decision and getting, getting a plan and going towards a goal, you're so much better off than like not making that plan. Even if it's a shitty plan, you're so much better going after it and then course correcting and course correcting and just continuing to learn and grow and move. And, um, I think that's where that whole like momentum thing comes from. Like, you know, that law of, um, like something in motion stays in motion. I don't, I don't want to get too philosophical because it's really not something I'm knowledgeable about, but I want to read you this quote that a friend sent me and it's in a book that she also gifted me. And the quote is, I know that it seems like the worst possible outcome is the idea of you potentially making a wrong choice, but the wrong possible outcome is never living your life, never experiencing the depth and the beauty of experience, never pursuing your dreams, 
never becoming fulfilled, never finding meaning, all because you were too afraid to maybe get it wrong. A misstep isn't the worst thing that can happen. Refusing to move forward is. That's that's deep because I think we can get so afraid of doing it wrong that we don't take action and we kind of tell ourselves like the life we're living, the status quo, like how things are going, it's, it's going well. But if we're really honest and we really listen to that little voice, it doesn't steer us wrong, even if it sends you down a path that ultimately isn't the path for you. I got this quote that I love and it just allows me to live my life and to not feel the stress of each decision taking me from what's meant for me. So that quote is, like what is meant for me will not pass me. It will not pass me. And I've, I think I stole that from someone. I don't know the name of the person who said that. And I always like to give credit, but I've added on to it. Like what's for me may, may go out to sea, but ultimately if it's meant for me, it always circles back around. And that has been my experience. Um, I don't really talk about this, but you know, I, I, I'm really kind of protective of like having privacy in certain parts of my life. But um, in my marriage, I was willing to literally not to lose it because I was like, you know what? I've held on so tightly to this and um, never questioned it that like, what would it look like to let go of it? And in doing so, I truly believe um, that I have the relationship I have today because I was... I, I was scared, but I let go of the one that I had. And I had to trust that if it was meant to be, that it would be. And I kind of, you know, think that if we lived our lives a little bit more like that, a little bit more um, courageously, because it took a lot of courage um, to let go, because it's like, what, what will be, is it still going to be there? Is there still going to be, is it, is, is what's making this work that I'm holding so tight. And, you know, in certain parts of my life, like I've done that and things do fall away. And um, what remains is like the most important relationship you have which, with, with yourself. And, um, and then in moving forward with anyone and anything, you move forward in a way that honors you more. And, you know, I think it's so hard, especially because... Instagram shows you someone kind of almost at the top of the mountain in all aspects of their life. And um, I think that there's so much that goes into all of the things that we admire in a person. I think a lot of it is like that, that willing to do it alone, willing to stand on our own uh, in, in authenticity and in all of who we are. And it doesn't always get a lot of notoriety. All we see is like the outside, the shiny version, but we don't see the work that that person put in. And I, I look at people now and I think, wow, I admire, I love that. That person is so inspirational. God, I'd love to like know what's going on behind the scenes because I know that people that have extraordinary lives, people that are doing really cool things and doing it with the right headspace have sat alone with themselves, which I think so many of us are holding on so tightly to everyone else in an effort to not sit with ourselves. 
I mean, I'm a, I'm a freaking professional at that. And in sitting with myself and being comfortable with myself, the more I realized the things that I thought were like embarrassing about me or the things, the reasons why like I wasn't smart, all those things. I'm like, oh my gosh, like that is all just stories I told myself. And, you know, if you're fortunate, like I am to get some friends and to get some people in your life that you can like say the the things you're afraid to say in front of and they don't uh, laugh at you and they don't embarrass you, then, then uh, what happens is you kind of start to heal and you start to realize like what you thought made you different and made you weird is not at all as weird as you thought it was. And uh, it frees you up. And uh, I saw this other thing on Instagram. I mentioned it in another episode. So forgive me if this is redundant, but it's this idea of like, it was this woman who's an author. Um, I can't think of her name right now, but she has a book called I haven't learned that yet. And she says she was moving to New York and how she asked this man, how do I know what train to get on? Like uptown, downtown. I don't know the names of the stops and the first stop and the last stop or what the train like differentiates uptown and downtown from. And he's like, okay, I'm going to tell you how to do it. And she's like, all right, all yours listening. And he said, when a train comes, you get on it. And he said, and you go one stop, and if you find out you're going in the wrong direction, get out, go around the station, and come back in on the other side and get back on the train going the right way. He said, you know what the problem is, is most people don't want to get on the wrong train, so they don't get on a train at all. And I was, and she's like, oh, that's deep. And I thought, oh my God, like that is ultimately what, you know, I feel like everywhere I go, I'm seeing lately. And so I kind of no longer look at the steps I take as being like, well, that was a waste of time. Or what I used to say about my my partnership in the salon, I would say, oh God, what a four-year detour that was. But that's just, that's not true. The foundation and all the things I learned to be on business for myself, I learned in those four years. So that it wasn't a detour. It wasn't like, it wasn't what I'm telling myself it was because I get to decide and I get to assign the meaning to it that I want to assign to it. And I ask people a lot, like, you know, I have a client who she's going to be the board president of a a foundation for a disorder her son has. And I said, if you hadn't had, I'm always trying to connect the dots and go backwards. And I'm like, do you think if you didn't have your foundation, this opportunity would have ever come? And she's like, you know, I don't think so, but maybe, I don't know. And I, I choose to see things from that vantage point of like, okay, had I not taken step A to step B to step C, step D wouldn't be possible. And it's not always even just like, oh, like resume wise. I mean, like to have the confidence to be from A to D you couldn't have done it. You wouldn't have had the self-worth enough to do it. You wouldn't have had the confidence to look stupid or to be in the room with certain people or, you know, all these little things. It's not always these tangible steps that we take. And I think that that's what screws us up is like, if we don't feel like externally we're moving forward, it doesn't mean we are. And that's just not true. So much of like the growth that we have in seasons comes from things that don't actually have any accolades or, you know, there's no addition to your resume. 
But that doesn't mean that season, that whole chapter, that whole part of your story didn't actually create the foundation for what's possible next. It's just like you're not rewarded for it in society. And I don't know. I just, I think that's something I want to remind myself of. And I think we have to remind ourselves of like some of like the most like rich, like grounds for growth that we have are not going to be things that other people see. And also they are going to be things that people see and they look stupid or they look like we're making a wrong turn. And that that's, we have to get comfortable with that. That's how it looks. Like our failures, air quotes, are going to be something some people laugh about. But at the end of the day, three years, four years, four, 14 years down the line, little does that person laughing at you know that that season, that whole air, that whole time where you learned to be laughed at, where you learned to have people criticize you and you learn to be able to sit with being misunderstood makes it possible to be the person that you are 14 years from now that can stand in all of who they are and 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 not hear the booze because you learned at that other's chapter like people are gonna laugh at me okay I get up I have the same life I keep it moving and I think that that's something that uh inspires me because it makes me feel like like this is happening it's by design doesn't mean that I wish uh, some of the things on myself or other people that happened to them. But do I think that there's a way to find meaning? Do I think there's a way to have it change you for the better, even if you would never, ever ask for the circumstances that you are in? Yeah, I do. And I don't have it figured out. But all I know is that all the little things that seemingly seem like a misstep and that someone is quick to point out, I'm playing the long game, baby, and the joke is not going to be on me, you know? And it's like, we do have embarrassing things happen. We do have things that we have shame around. We do have things in our life that like we're embarrassed about, but it's not really what happened. I'm really into this lately because I've been having a lot of like really subpar customer service experiences. And I've gotten really into how often it's not about what happened. It's about how someone handles what happened. And I'm talking about customer service right now, but I think it applies to other things. I'm, I just mean like, it doesn't really matter if my shirt got ruined at the dry cleaner. Or it doesn't really matter if uh, someone, if I'm not happy with my hair. What matters is, does that person say, I'm so sorry, like that front piece got a little light. Like, how can we make this right. Do you like it being lighter? Or are you kind of like, this is different than what we usually do. It's all about what, how it gets handled. Like it's not about what happened. And I think when we're in these customer service situations where we're like, oh my gosh, like this is not what I would have signed up for. At the end of the day, we're not annoyed at what happened. We're annoyed at how they're handling what happened. And I think that that can apply to our lives of like, it really doesn't, totally matter what happened in any one of our stories. And frankly, I think we get hung up on that. I know I do of like, just being like, you know, running through the scenario of what happened. But that's really the least significant part of all of it. What's significant about it is like, how I move forward with what happened and how someone handles a customer service error. It's like, that's what makes you go back to a place or not. It's not what happened because shit happens. And we all know that. But then it's like, does that person take ownership? Does that person say, all right, 
not my wound isn't my fault, but my healing is my my responsibility. And do you do you what do you do? What do you do with what happened to you? And that's what I think we can all, uh, you know, take a minute and remind ourselves of that. And um, I don't think it's easy, but I do think that our lives become simpler when we stop, um, you know, beating the shit out of the story and start just going, okay, find the meaning, find and start moving. And I think that moving um, and movement in general, is supposed it just moves things through your body, moves things through your head and out your ears. I don't know. Maybe that's not how it works, but that seems to be how it works for me. It's just like it moves it out. And, you know, even if you're not in the right, you're not going to be going in the absolute right direction because like I've seen echoed in all the things I've read, you might get going the wrong way for a little while, but that's more powerful than staying still because the amount that you learn and you grow and you take with you from going the wrong direction for a couple miles is far greater than standing still and the certainty that you have. Like, yeah, you won't get laughed at if you stand still, but you also aren't going to get anywhere closer to the life that you want to live and the life that you're meant to. So that's all I got today. Just wanted to share that with you. Those were just things that were coming up for me and I was seeing in my day-to-day life and I thought there's a, there's a common thread here. So I hope you have a wave-making day and I will talk to you soon.